Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. NFL Nation, welcome back to Inside the League with your favorite GM, who? Nelson Lozano. It's a pleasure, guys, to be here on this Friday night. Thank you for joining me uh, tonight. There's a whole bunch of uh, SFL minor games. Shout-outs to everybody in the SFL minors. Uh, for some of you guys, I know this is the last game for you. Uh, for others, uh, they're seeking playoff bounds and hopefully getting their uh, their minor team a championship, right? Um, so... If you're listening to this tonight, hey, we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. Um, welcome back, right? Every Friday, we have Inside the League, which we cover uh, rookies, right? This is a rookie showcase for potential rookies who want to get drafted. Um, I do have one spot available so far, so if you do want to get into the show, uh, last spot, uh, contact me. I'll let you know the date and time, and we can kind of get it. Now, this week in the SFL has been uh, quite amazing we finally get to do uh the signed contract automation and i will tell you it is sweet right like um i know we all kind of been waiting i know a lot of rookies are trying to figure out exactly where they may find their home and i get it right i get it it's uh it's definitely how do i put this um it's definitely very stressful and i will tell you uh everybody has been there uh, for those rookies who are looking for teams, like I said, just be patient. I'm pretty sure the teams have reached out to you. If they haven't, please reach out to those teams as well, right? Don't don't wait for the ball to drop. Um, try to take that into your own hands, right? The draft is still a few weeks away, um, but again, signing periods happening. Then, uh, well, sorry, re-signing periods happening. Then we're going to have signing periods of, of free agents who are leaving their teams, right, to go to sign up for other teams. And then finally, we'll have the uh, draft picture a little bit more clear on where some teams may be going, right? And I don't mean in the sense of, hey, um, we're going to know where they're going to draft and what spot. I mean in the sense of, hey, getting to find out exactly what team needs are, and then now you'll get a better picture of who needs what, and maybe you start grinding, right? I know, I've heard some stories where people have gotten on draft boards a little bit later or unexpectedly. Um, so, again, don't sell yourself short do the process, do everything. But the really cool thing about the whole new system that we're using, um, one is the convenience. Now, I know it, it was somewhat, for some folks, a little bit of a challenge, right? Because you had to DM the SFL portal bot and then get your login, get in your temporary password, take that temporary password, put that um, into the system and uh, and basically go in and sign your contract. So that was something new that we were experiencing. 
Um, I know some of the folks, I know the folks in the SFL minors aren't dealing with that yet. Um, but if you do, hey, something to look forward to on how you get to your contract. But what I really like about that is also where you're going to find your progression. Um, so I think the really cool thing is this is a really great centralized spot, right? It has your player name and information. It has your, um, it has uh, 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 your contracts, your progression area. And it's pretty awesome, right? I think um, looking at it, it's, it's, it's going to make, like Cam says, everything more streamlined, everything a lot smoother. And yes, we had to wait a little bit. But let me tell you, in that midst of us waiting, uh, we ended up getting uh, this here uh, launched and everything ready to go. So um, it, it was awesome. It was awesome to go through that, um, kind of see, you know, what we're going to be expecting for the future. And this will help with other things, like Cam said, right? more attention to detail for other places um, but it's so awesome how quickly you can submit that how quickly it can be approved how quickly that's already put into your salary cap and then you know everything's kind of rolling um and, and as smooth as possible so it's been really awesome to see the folks who have decided to um sign with their teams it, it, it with the transaction uh section it, you know you're seeing everybody at once um, so you kind of got to pick through and see who's doing what and who's going where and who decided to re-sign with their teams. Um, but we have some pretty big free agents that are out there uh, currently that are looking for teams. So I think, again, once that settles down, then we'll, we'll find out what, what goes on from there. So it, it's, again, big news for the SFL, big um, opportunities, right, um, for a lot of things for the future, right? I think – you know, the potential of not having, because Cam has described it, this, this process before the automation was very strenuous, right? You, you, you had to be DM'd in a DM with, with uh, the commissioner, with, with some other folks, right? Uh, put, except that you accepted your contract, but it was in that form, like it was in a um, text format. And then you go from there and you end up, you know, he has to go back, someone has to, someone has to input it, then recheck it. Like, it's, it's just a lot of things. And he described of a situation where uh, something got fudged up and, you know, it took a little bit to, to try to find it, but taking, trying to take out as much of the human error as possible is what they're trying to do. So we have the most accurate, consistent contracts and we're able to really build our, our, our appropriate organizations that way. So I think it's awesome for any potential rookies that are coming in and like, what are you talking about? Right. It's just, we got, we got a new automated system on how we uh, sign contracts, do progressions, uh, so please, one key thing of advice for everybody, please keep your password, all right? Um, I don't know if there's a way for us to get it or for us to, I guess there is a way for you to reset your password if you just hit up the bot at the SFL portal again or SFL, um, sorry, password, and it probably gives you a temporary password. But still, keep your password, right? I always tell folks you create a password and make sure you keep it somewhere that you can always refer back to. Um, but for the potential rookies that are coming into this league that are hearing about this, hey, when, whenever you get that team, um, they're going to go ahead and walk you through that process, and that will be your process going forward. So I think it's an amazing thing to learn. Um, future generations will be using this. It, it's just awesome to kind of see how we're coming together and making this league even better. So, again, awesome news that are going on uh, in the SFL now. And, and, and again, once we kind of see everything come through and the transactions and teams start announcing. Then we'll see these signings. We already know some of the big names that are out there. 
when those land, then the picture becomes a little bit clearer. But without further ado, it looks like we have our guest of the evening, linebacker of the Tacoma Grizzly, Axel Braven. Axel, how you doing? I'm doing good, Nelson. How are you? I'm doing really good. You know, I, I've heard some really awesome things about you. Um, I've seen you all over in Gen Chat and places of that sort, right? Um, but I've heard really good things also from some of your coaching staff, um, as well as on, on how upstanding person you are on and off the field. So it's a pleasure having you on tonight. I'm really happy. Daniel Wright also shouted you out. I want to say two shows ago or a show ago, um, but he did shout you out as is, is uh, a really good friend that he's met in this league so far. So uh, it's a pleasure having you tonight, actually. Thank you. Yeah, Daniel's my boy. Um, yeah, it's, it's great to hear that uh, the work that I've been doing, the things that, uh, the way that I'm be- behaving, the way that I hold myself is, is being seen as a positive influence on others and, and by, uh, you know, the, the Tacoma leadership. And, you know, at this, they've been really great at, at really modeling a lot of that, you know, helping um you know, just being respectful to each other and, and coming together as a team. So that's, you know, where that that's one thing that I think, you know, Tacoma has a, a ton of is that, that team and collaborative and supportive mindset. So, yeah. And that's awesome, right? Because I always say what you model in the minors, you typically find in the, in, in the SFL, right? So when you go into your organization, you get into that locker room, you get, you have already a locker room etiquette that you, had a time to kind of play around with in the minors. So when you go into this team, uh, you'll know how a, how a chat room can be. I don't guarantee to say it's exactly how your um, your organization has their locker room, right? But you still get the same kind of concept feel. And I feel like as a rookie, that gives you kind of a, a, a place of confidence. And, you know, you have people on your team too, whoever you get end up uh, going through the same process you do. So it's really awesome to see um, how you guys are, are, are acclimating, and I think uh, how you are in your locker room is going to reflect how it is in the majors. But, um, Axel, let's get started with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, who is Axel Raven? Um, well, Axel Raven is uh, is is me, I guess. Uh, so my real name is, is Justin, um, and uh, Axel, the, the, the name itself, you know, was was – so I've used the, the name Raven in a lot of different like role playing games or like the uh, Dungeons and Dragons or or things like that. It's sort of a, a name or a uh, you know, yeah, I guess a name or a label that I sort of fall back on. So I have that, and I'm like, that sounds like a cool last name, but I had no idea what a first name should be. So I'm you know just thinking of things, and and Axel you know came to mind, and it sounded kind of tough, um, you know, kind of mechanicy and and. Um, you know, someone who doesn't isn't afraid to get their hands dirty or things. So it sort of fits, um, and that's that's sort of the, the the creation of my of my player's name. Um, who I am? I'm so I'm a, I will be 41 next month in, in July, so I'm a cancer, um, and uh, I, I like to think of myself as a fun-loving, you know, kind of fun, uh, kind of dorky. Uh, so I do like um, I have a history of doing both like website development. So I, I have gotten into like decoding, but I also my first and foremost, I'm sort of a. I grew up drawing. I love art, and so I I am a traditional like uh, graphic designer, web designer, interactive designer. Been doing it for about two decades, um, and right now I do a, a more strategy thing. So I've gotten away from the actual hands-on doing. So, um, you know, one of your questions, you know, we talked about, and one of the things that I found in the SFLM 
um, and that I want to continue into um, my uh, wherever I get drafted, hopefully this year, um, to the team and for the league too, is, is helping to support our content creators with graphics and visuals and layouts and, and help bring uh, our content, the team's content, my content, uh, to that next visual level and really trying to engage our community, um, having a lot of fun with it. So it's another way to sort of get back to my my design roots and, and uh, help support the league. So um, I'm, I'm a father. Uh, I'm a husband. Um, live in Minnesota. I grew up on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota, um, but on the Wisconsin side. Um, okay. So I, I grew up being a, a Packer fan. Um you know, lifelong Packer fan. Uh, it's okay. You don't have no. You don't have no beef over here with my team. I uh, know. Okay. I think you. I think you were on Ashley's show at one time, correct? Yeah. So I know she, she probably has that, beef with you. Fan. But I she, she am not. A little bit. As long as you're not a <laughs> Cowboys fan, I'm good. Or Eagles no. fan or Giants no. fan, because I am in the NFC East. I'm a Washington football team fan. So. Uh, you're gotcha, good. Gotcha. You're, you're fine. You know, the only thing I want to awesome. steal from you is maybe Aaron Rodgers, but uh, that's for another tale. <laughs> yes, I don't. I I tried to keep up with it, but then about a month ago, I'm like, I just can't deal with that right now. So I'm I'm letting <laughs> that be. You know, little rumors here or there. I think you know there's some other articles that just came out this last couple of days or whatever. But I try to let, not let that sink in and, and focus on you know our our uh, playoffs that we have coming up for Tacoma. Um, but yeah, so uh, when I was, uh, I moved to the Twin Cities to, to go to college, uh, Twin Cities being St. Paul, Minneapolis, and I really lived here uh, in this area and, and now in a, a northwestern suburb of the of the cities um, for the last two decades or so, yeah. Wow. Well, one, I'm going to say happy early birthday because July is right around the corner. Oh, I'm actually a July baby as well, but I'm a Leo. I'm at the end of the month. Okay. Um, but happy early birthday to you. Uh, happy early Father's Day since that's around the corner as well. To it, you it as well. Is. <laughs> Congratulations again on getting to the playoffs uh, because, again, that is that is something very difficult to do, right? You're, you're, you're a team that's basically put together in one season a lot of times and sometimes you'll have some vets sprinkle here and there um but a lot of times it's everybody kind of coming together and rookies uh playing against rookies to get mm-hmm. to the championship it's really a huge thing um we we were blessed on our team to have a couple people who have made it into the championships some have won some haven't um but it's awesome you know it's something you carry with you forward um i've noticed and you know, again, it, it's it's respected by by you know folks in the league because again, you you earned it. So um, really awesome. And then when you said uh, the Twin Cities, I work for a company that comes out of uh, Minnesota. So okay, Twin Cities and everything else. As soon as you said, I was like, oh man, I know exactly where he's from. <laughs> but again, you know, it's really <laughs> awesome to have you on. Uh, great things you want to do for the league as well. I mean, you, you touched a little bit about it, uh, graphics, but I think, um, you know, we have some great people in the league, and I think we need more, right? Like, it, you can never have enough. I think you can't uh, – mm-hmm. nothing's not a good thing. You want to have folks always look at our league as uh, something even more, right? Um, and I, I really feel like this league allows you to get – Talents that you never knew that you had, right? Like, I never thought I would have a show slash podcast um, where I'd be talking to rookies and talking to people and, and get everything situated in the league allowed me to do that, right? With, with also broadcasting and 
uh, also being a general manager, right? Like this league has allowed a lot of things to happen. And it's a pleasure having you here as well. How did your SFL story happen, though? So how did you get from, as they like to say, the couch to the field? So how did that, that happen? Sure. Um, so back uh, late January, early February of this last year, uh, 2021, um, my wife and I we were upgrading some of our TVs to Roku TV. And with the Roku service, they've got um, some additional streaming service. I didn't grow up with cable, so I was used to the normal, you know, local channels. And um, I was just flipping through all the different content that was coming uh, streaming free. One of those channels happens to be um, for the fans, and it was there that I was uh, I caught um, the last half of the week three game with uh, Mexico City against the DC Dragons, um, and I was I was hooked. I'm like, wait, Mexico has a team, and like. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so I caught, I caught the game. Went later on um, after the kids went to bed. Went to my computer, looked up, you know, simulation football league. Um, I, I think it may have been like two or three days before um, I decided to to sign up. But it was, you know, once I signed up, I was, you know, uh, Andrew assigned me to the t- Tacoma. I, the locker room was unlocked. I was researching how to do progression. Started off really, you know, really fresh and new to this. Um, all, uh, yeah. So that was sort of my my story, uh, and and since then it's, it's been great. Uh, yeah, see, I've been in the in the binders since February, and then we kicked off you know mid April for the season. So that's yeah. a solid what two and a half months between yeah. you know coming on and progressing during the off season. So I feel like you know I've seen many people uh, commenting that the linebacker core is really strong and we have a lot, I think there's like maybe 19 um, linebackers, maybe there's less, I'm not sure, but there's a lot of linebackers in the, in the league right now um, yeah. in the, in the minors and um, to come in and be number four on that list right off the bat. Um, so I was the fourth one in this, in this current rookie class. Um, I feel like it, the only thing that I have up on any of these great linebackers is that I just got in a little bit earlier than them. Um, yeah. But really, you know, this is such a strong uh, class in all um, positions that I just feel lucky to be part of this. Um, there's just so much momentum and so much positivity and, and greatness that I think we're going to be, um, I hate to say it, you know, no disrespect to the previous two um, seasons. I know you you were uh, in the minors. Were you, were you in season one or season two? Or? Yeah, I was Gen 1. I was Gen 1 on the okay. Annapolis Navigators. Okay. I was a linebacker as well. Gotcha. Um, I think this is the best class, though, since the, the, um, no disrespect to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to say – you're going to have to prove it, right? There's a couple out of Gen yeah, 1 that yeah. became general managers and, 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 and have gone off to do some great things, right? Jeff Gagne, who was the line brother of mine, yeah, uh, doing yeah. content, you know, director of content at one time for the league. So it's, it's a lot of great things that have happened out of it. So I w- I'll be happy to see you be successful, uh, but the proof got to be in the pudding first because Gen 1 had shown that, hey, there was some really great potential. Even Mike Hall who was actually in the chat saying that you were a top 20, definitely guaranteed, right? A little joke there because, you know, there's uh, X amount of linebackers. But uh, Mike Hall, <laughs> yeah. another one too, right, was a, a uh, mm-hmm. rookie with myself in Gen 1. And here you go, and the, you know, being the GM at, at, at Jacksonville. So I think, again, you know, um, this you're right. There is a lot of talent, though, coming out of this generation. 
of players. So very interested to see what you guys do for yourself specifically, how you want to help the league. I think that's even more exciting because um, the more hands, the more we can get this even more developed. Because I'm going to tell you, I started yeah. season 14, right? We're going on season okay. 17 now. They It went yep, like yep. a flash. So by that that's time, true. you're going to say the same thing, right, one day. But it, it's you the transition and the changes have been amazing. I think you're going to enjoy it. And I'm really excited to see what yeah. your uh, generation of SFL members end up doing. Yeah, I'd have to say thank you for – for you, Gen 1, and, and last year's Gen 2, uh, last fall's Gen 2, like, you guys, honestly, though, uh, you guys paved the path for us and, you know, worked out the kinks, and this has just been a great, uh, we're reaping the benefits of, of the work that you guys put in. So, and honestly, thank you all um, for everything that you guys have done. Uh, you know, these concrete, the opportunity to bring, you know, the minor uh, players out into uh, public like this, uh, in, in forums like this, uh, AJ and um, you know, Jacob Clear and uh, Dave and and all the different content creators, you know, myself working with Leon uh, Thunderman this year to put together a, a little publication to do the same thing, trying to uh, bring notice to the, the variety of, of great players that we've got to. Um, but it wouldn't be possible without without the pathway that you guys have, have paved. So. It's, it's more the merrier, right? Like, um, I'm going to tell Absolutely. you, when I came in season 14, this wasn't a thing. Um, so there's some uh, folks that paved that way for us, right? That said, hey, you guys should maybe start up a minor because I feel like the minors gave you an opportunity to learn in a very safe space. Everybody mm-hmm. was rookies just like you. So there's others who paved that way. Whoever made that idea, shout outs to you. You you go down in, in SFL history as having a really great idea because I think I was a non-contracted player, which is something that doesn't exist anymore, but essentially you were, you had your name on a generic player. You couldn't uh, you couldn't make them better. You couldn't progress them. Nothing. You basically just had your name on that player, and you were on the team, but you weren't, you know, contributing other than what your player would do. And it was very okay. frustrating because I didn't understand anything. I didn't understand how progressions worked. I didn't. Again, I didn't have to, but still, like you want to be understanding it. And uh, if it wasn't for great friends that I had in this league, I might have had left on on season fourteen, and wouldn't even be doing this. But Again, thanks. Thank you for appreciating. You know, everybody who does content, uh, you know, does it for for their own. Like again, out of our own time. But it, it's again, we've been in your situations, and you know, um, I, I was a rookie at one time. And honestly, for folks giving you opportunities to be in front of somebody to show them who you are, sometimes it's very difficult. And then if you go on something like this, some GMs, some owners, they use this just to listen to. Um, while they're working, while they're doing other things. So it separates you from the rest of the pack because the rest of the pack is going to be DMing. And if you took the advantage of being on somebody's show, right, everybody has great shows. Yeah. If you as doing that, then you have a good chance of maybe an owner listening in or somebody else to say, hey, I know this person. Uh, let me listen in and see who they are. And now you're separating yourself from the pack because that person can now deep dive specifically into you. But, you know, yeah. it's, again, it takes everybody to do it. So I'm excited if you're doing something with uh, Leon Thunderman, right, um, a publication. Mm-hmm. That should be really awesome. And, and I it can't wait to see what you guys bring to the table um, because, like I said, everybody's bringing such amazing things to this league. <laughs> a few seasons back, there were a couple podcasts, but, you know, and then they kind of dwindled a little bit. There was only, like, one at that time. Now there's so many different content. Like, you can get your league when you want to now and that, I think that's very exciting it's one step closer to actually getting 
stuff out there for us to build fans. But anyways, let's, let's kind of talk about the fun facts about you. Um, yeah. What's something that somebody doesn't know that you're more than happy to share tonight about you? What's a fun fact? Uh, I'll share two, if that's all right with you. I think one is related to my, my story uh, or a continuation of my story, I guess you could say. Um, the first one, fun fact, is um, before uh, joining and really – so, um, yeah, before joining the SFL, I – was very addicted for the last like three years to um, collecting and researching ancient coins. So like Greek and Roman coins purchased. I currently have like over 500 ancient coins. So I really got deep into that. That was my hobby for a few years. But now since then, since March, I haven't bought any. I've, you know, this, the SFL has sort of overtaken and has become my new my new hobby and sort of replaced that, if that makes sense. So that's sort of an interesting little, at least I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so that that is quite interesting on that one. And then what was your second? And then I want to know more, like, because that's quite Roman and, and and all those, you know, those are interesting time periods in human history. So yeah. I have to know what what's something that you can share. But what's your second one? Let's hear your second one first before I ask sure, my question. Sure. Um, so my other fun fact is that uh, so when I was four, I uh, my kidney stopped working. Or one, my left kidney. So I had my kidney, my left kidney removed when I was four which kept me from playing actual football. Like, so I couldn't play combat sports, even though I love the game. Um, so I grew up not being able to play on any, like, you know, JV or varsity or high school or, or anything, even though I would have loved to have hit the field. So I feel like, um, you know, I've, we've heard of, you know, the, the different stories of, like, Matt Wilson and others that, you know, this would not have been an option for them. Similarly for me, that it's not just my age being 41. I'm not being out there. But, Literally, I, I was never got the opportunity to play football, and so this is sort of like, you know, vicariously being able to live through my player. So I feel like this is this is that moment to be able to help, you know, see my player out on the field, be part of this team atmosphere, um, which again I've never been part of like a, a football team. I joined basketball for a little bit. I'm not that tall. I'm not that great. Um, so I was like half the season in in seventh or eighth grade. I quit, and so I've never really been part of like a sports team. So this is just you know, a, a new, uh, exciting opportunity for me. So that's my little fun fact uh, that relates to sort of F- SFL in my journey here is that I, I only have one kidney. Well, that is, uh, that's actually quite an interesting story. You know, it's, it's so crazy to hear how we're all connected in one way, shape, or form, right, and what brought us to the league. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really, you know, again, something like that, that you didn't think you could still, de- you know, get involved with the sport, you found one that you could. And I always talk about how, like, eSports, I mean, eSports, I felt like, really took off during COVID. Um, but eSports mm-hmm. is a different It's a different beast because you are watching something that is simulated, just like, you know, if you watch a real football game, um, but you're around people who mean a little bit more and have a little bit more behind it, and that makes you feel more invested in the players that you see on the field outside of your own team because you hear their great stories like yourself, right, saying, hey, I didn't, you know, I only had one kidney, and this gave me an opportunity to deal with sports in a different way. Really awesome to hear. Now, your coin, I just want to know, what is your most beloved coin? What is the coin that you own? Not price-wise or anything like that. I mean, in the sense of a coin that you really say, this is my favorite coin, and and what's the reason why that's your favorite coin? Sure. So um, when I first started, I I found this one really cool coin, um, 
So there's a variety, much like how we have our, our pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. Back then, they had a variety of different don- uh, denominations of, of coinage as well. There's one called the Cistercius, and it's a large bronze coin. It's probably, you know, the size of, of like a, a half dollar or like a, a pretty big like silver dollar kind of thing. Um, but it's bronze. And uh, over time, they they uh they're no longer like shiny metal they become uh, they have a patina on them um so the coin that that really stood out to me was uh more of a middle uh denomination it's, it's called an ads it's, it's as um is what it is uh so it is a coin of marcus aurelius uh who was an emperor who lived in the late um mid to late first second century 150 to 180 AD kind of thing um, and the reverse on it was a uh, the goddess of Minerva, who is very similar to the goddess uh, Athena, who's like the goddess of war. But Minerva is, is the goddess of smart war, or like the goddess of mm. um, wis- wisdom and that kind of thing. It was, yeah. There's no uh, text on the back, so it's, it's um, just the, the, the image of her on the back, a full figure um, individual. Um, so I had that coin. I really liked it. But at that point, I'm like, mm, maybe I'll sell it. So I sold it. And then I regretted it like a month or two later. So then I've been on the hunt for one. And I finally found another one to replace it. This one's a Cistercius, so it's a little bit bigger, better quality, um, that kind of thing. So that's my, my one that even though, you know, if I were to come into other coins or sell other coins, that's one of them that I'll probably just be keeping um, as my own personal, like, you know, uh, collection kind of thing yeah. so well that's pretty awesome right cool to know um you know when you get something of history like that and i'm a, I'm a history buff in a different way right but okay i, I could definitely tell that like again you that just just the how much you care about it and then again to know that that was part of history somebody probably used that yeah. probably bought something with it right uh it probably was exactly collected and, and moved around so you have a piece of history with you which i think is really awesome now let's get you to the SF- it, yeah. yeah yeah exactly uh let's get to now the sflm how do you like how do you enjoy being in sflm like what can you tell us about your experience so far being in that section of the sfl sure um so i'm really enjoying it you know the the group uh really opened uh, welcomed me with open arms and uh, I've then turned around and done the same for those that are that have come in, um, come into our team, come into the league as in the minors. You know, there's there's one thing sort of playing that that uh, sort of trash talking a little bit, or like you know just touting your own team and like we're gonna win this weekend. No, we're gonna win this weekend. Uh, kind of back and forth, sort of the sports banter, um, and really you know it's kind of fun to role play that. But to me, it's it is just that it's role playing. It's not you know, who I am in my heart or who I am in, as a person. I'm not, I, I want to see everyone succeed kind of thing. But um, so it's been a learning curve with that. But really, you know, pay it forward of, of you know, the welcoming and the, the camaraderie and people, things that I've received, I've tried to then give that back to, to those around me as well. And so, again, those, those people coming in, um, whether that's week one, week two, or week, you know, seven or now week eight or now, uh, now week nine. So, um it's been really great. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I feel like it's a, a, just a great community. And really, I feel like that's, that's the heart of what this is, is, you know, the game is the game, but really it's about the community and all the, the every moment in between the 11, the four times 11 minutes of the game. You know what I mean? That's yeah. where the, the heart is. So, 
And I'm going to say, you know, you sharing that, saying, hey, look, what you see in the Discord, right, isn't the person behind it. It, it does share to help that with let people know, right? Because I think some folks buy into certain personas that are out there. There are a couple of players in the same boat as you that they um, live this certain way with that character, but outside are amazing people. And I think when folks mm-hmm. don't know that, they can misconstrue you as a person and be like, oh, this dude is X, Y, Z, or this, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's not the truth. So you sharing that with folks to know, hey, look, yeah, you may see X, Y, Z when I'm trash talking you as X Raven, um, outside of that, Justin actually cares about you yeah, being su- successful, right? Um, because I have seen people be in those situations that were already judged by that character. Not, it, and it's just how everybody does mm-hmm. it. Like myself, my guy is me. Um, so... It, Honestly, how I'm going to act is how my player would most likely act, right? But, you know, everybody eats his own, right? How you consume this product, as I I was told before, um, you know, everybody has their right on how they like to consume it. So if that's how you like to as well, that's awesome. And and it's awesome to share with potential teams or potential folks. Hey, look, this is is me as my character is Axel Raven. Uh, you know, if you if you care to know me, you know, DM me or do something. But that's awesome to share. Now, how did you decide on being a linebacker? Sure. Um, and even more specifically, I chose outside linebackers because it sort of met my qualities of, of what I wanted to be. Uh, so being a, a Packer fan, I always was a big fan of, like, uh, Clay Matthews, A.J. Hawk, Aaron Chapman. The idea mm-hmm. of sort of really being able to um, – my goal is I, I would love to be like a, a supreme outside linebacker pass rusher um, kind of thing and, you know, to cover the flats, you know, uh, stop the outside run kind of thing. But really, I just, the thing that really gets to me is, is like that sack. Um, my first week I had a sack. That was my only one so far this, this season, but um, maybe I'll get more in the playoffs. But um, there's, you know, there's a certain type of, of defensive formation that really allows that for for this position, um, that's where I, what I'd love to do is more of like that three-four versus a four-three or the different things. But um, I'm willing to play the different part that we need for our team to win and to be successful, um, which I think is is as important as you know the personal games as well. Um, and yeah, seeing seeing our team—that's the thing. Sorry, <laughs> going back to our our the, the Tacoma itself. I feel like. Um, the last three games, I think we, we've been on a three-game winning streak. At one point, you know, week five, I think we were two and three, which at that point was, was pretty low. Like that, you know, we were constantly being ranked eighth or seventh out of the entire league. Nobody had much faith in us. So we really wanted to come out and show everybody that we have the capability. We have the potential to, to really be um, a force in, this, in this, uh, this season. So I think, you know, many of us putting down, you know, our personal gains and really put, buckling down and coming together as a team, that was really, um, you know, in week five, that's really what I think did it for us. So um, that's what really what I, I'd love to, to see. But, yeah, I, maybe I elaborated a little too much on why. <laughs> but... No, 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 not at all. I mean, it's really great <laughs> to hear how folks come up to decide what position they want to play, right? Um, I always talk yeah. about my player, you know, I originally – when I came to the league, wanted to be a safety, um, got okay. the opportunity to be a linebacker, decided to keep that, had to retire that linebacker or give him up uh, to then go into the majors as a tight end. And my tight end is, is based off of Tony Gonzalez or the closest I can get to Tony Gonzalez, right? Because growing sure. up, 
uh, you know, he was somebody I idolized just because he was somebody of my similar, you know, who was playing in, in, in sports. So it was somebody I could very connect, I can connect to. So um, that's what made me choose to be a, a tight end and to explain the whole thing and the reason why, right, it would take a whole story. But um, it's awesome to hear how you came to be to decide your outside linebacker. Now, Sure. Did you consider any other positions when you were going through? Like, were you thinking of any, doing anything else if linebacker wasn't available? Um, if linebacker wasn't available, I probably would have either gone, like, the, the defensive end or maybe, like, you, uh, uh, strong safety, maybe free safety as well. But really, you know, uh, coming in as early as I was in the, the offseason, I didn't have a problem sort of picking and choosing. Um, and for me, it's, it's always going to be defense. I love defense a lot more than, than offense. Um, I just love the idea of like stopping somebody in the in their tracks or keeping them from from uh, scoring kind of thing um, versus doing just scoring. So that's that's really what drives me. Um, yeah, you know, I at my build uh, back it might have been like uh, the pro season, season 16. It might have been like week four, week five. I think Mexico City was was looking for a, a strong safety. Um, I threw my hat in the ring because I was interested in, in you know, at least getting to know um, them over in, down in Mexico City, um, knowing that I could shift from linebacker to, to strong safety. But sadly, the, my build, my height and weight was just outside of the cusp of that player, or the, the build yeah. uh, that al- allows that. So I, I don't think right now as my player is built, I can't switch up to uh, SS, but I, pro- I think I could easily go into DE if I needed to or wanted to, but um, really, for me, linebacking is, is where where it's at, and that's where I'm at, so I might as well just keep it, right? Yeah, exactly, right? And, you know, great linebackers, there's some great linebackers. We have uh, a few in our own in Portland, but I'm going to tell you, linebackers can definitely um, help, and uh, really great linebackers can excel your defense even more. So um, I think it, it's awesome what you're choosing and, and staying in defense. I'm a big defensive guy. As you can see, like uh, in, in Portland, right, we do have very, very strong defense, and our offense is coming as well, right, with a potential ad- addition in the future. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm a big sucker for for great defenses, and you guys can kind of see that with how we play. But you know, again, what you want to be in this league, I think, as a linebacker, it suits you well. So, um, what have you learned while, or actually, before we do that? Did you, when you did make your player, did you model him after any of the players you were talking about before, uh, Clay Matthews, all those folks, or was your player modeled after, like, a mix of things? I, I think, so, um, I didn't know exactly. So I'm, I personally am 5'9", you know, mid-200s, um, not the greatest shape kind of thing. Um, so I couldn't, I didn't want to model him after me. I don't think I'd make a great linebacker in, in any, whether that's minors or majors. Um so I, I went out, you know, looked up Clay Matthews, looked to see what his height and weight was. I'm like, oh, who, what is A.J. Hawk? And sort of found a nice happy medium for the, the height and weight. Um, and just starting creating your player, um, you don't get to choose. You just start at the minimums um, there. So I couldn't really uh, do that. I have, you know, since talked with, uh, uh, you know, Doug Day and, and other people giving me uh, uh, advice and, and talking about, like, the pass rush um, uh, traits and uh, I've talked with uh, Matthew Slynn. He gave me some recommendations for the type of player that I wanted to be. Uh, and so trying to just even no matter how much I want, I want to be someone like Clay Matthews, AJ Hawk, Aaron Catman, 
um, I still have to play, we're still within the realm of, of APF, right? So yeah. what, what do these traits mean? How does that reflect in how the play happens? And you're also at the mercy of, of the plays that you select and choose uh, or the formations that you're in based on how your player plays in those formations. So it's like, you know, I feel there's no one variable and you don't, as much as you want to have control over like your player, you're also at the mercy. You're, there's so many other variables like the, who your defensive coach is and what their plays are, what the scouting or what the, the team you're going to be playing is um, and all that kind of stuff goes into who you are, who your player is on the field. Um, so the, it's such a, a team sport and such a uh, collaborate, collaborative uh, effort kind of thing that even if I didn't want to model it, I feel like, you know, um, you're, you're only as good as the team that you're surrounded by. So yeah. um, I don't know if that might make sense, but that's sort of what I'm, I'm realizing and, and learning a lot throughout this, you know, throughout this season. So, yeah. And it's all, when that question's asked, I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, how do you want your player to, to, to end up being as, right? Do you want the aggressiveness mm-hmm. and kind of that upfront that Clay Matthews was, right? Like, you know, what what exactly that is. And, and that's something, again, when you get drafted, um, that's where you'll work with your team on the progression that will help you and the team. So um, exactly that that's going to be the next step. But for now, it's awesome to hear what you use to get, Axel Raven on the field. Uh, now, what have yeah, you learned yeah. while being in this league? What have I learned? I've learned a lot about, um, like, not only what I was just talking about, how it's, it's as, as much of a team sport as it is, um, but also how, uh, like, important scouting is, or how in-depth or how valuable that is, um, how deep of knowledge that happens, how deep of knowledge there is of literally the game, watching, you know, uh, Eddie Gage in in chat, you know, uh, on the minor, you know, uh, games that are being broadcast, seeing him, you know, by default, just like, oh, that's cover two. Oh, that's cover four. Oh, that's cover 12. Well, you know what I mean? Just like rambling off, knowing exactly what, what that that play is and, you know, just the, the depth of, of passion and dedication that that these people have is, is amazing and, and only – you know, sets forth a bar for which I want to strive towards, if that makes sense. So that to me is something that I've learned. And like I said, too, I never had an opportunity to be or participate in, uh, you know, team sports of really that much, nor football at all. So, you know, just being able to have uh, the camaraderie and the the people that are around me helps me to learn a lot more about myself, who I am in a team, what can I offer, um, and how, you know, exciting I am or excited I am to be able to, to help my team, my league, people on my, my team, people in my locker room, people outside of the locker room, you know, the, 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 the brand as much as I can. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. want to, I want to see this succeed because it's, it's helped change who I am. So I want to be able to do that for others as well. Yeah. And I love the passion, right? Like it, it takes passionate people to honestly make what you see every day on the field come to life, right? Um, so yeah. I think, again, the passion is really going to um, – it helps drive everything we do in this league. It's really awesome to hear yours. Now, what do you bring other than that passion as well as the experience of doing all that web design and graphic design and everything else? Uh, what do you bring to an organization? What can a potential team who may draft you be expecting? Um, well, I, I like to think of myself as a positive person even if we get down. I try not to be negative at all. Um, there's no reason um, – 
to, to be negative. Like if, if the game is not going so going great or like um, AFP or AP, APF uh, tosses some cheese at you with like inappropriately timed hurry up offense, I'll, you, the only thing you can do is sit back and laugh, right? And just like that's that's APF being APF again or the AI being the AI. You know, there's only so much you can do. And, and knowing that this is just literally a game and it's all about coming together with people that have like-minded interests. Um, so I, I think the positive at, uh, attitude is what I'll be bringing out. You know, I'm here to support uh, myself. You know, maybe I can cite our I think I'm all right. I'm here to support others by being myself and, and you know, helping others. You know, I would love, you know, uh, AJ sets a great bar of, of how she behaves with other individuals, you know, throughout the league, no matter what team, no matter who you are. Um, I personally, you know, I, I feel like, uh, so last week or whenever, I think it was last week when you were talking to Daniel um, about like yeah. some mental health things or depression, I personally deal with some anxiety and depression as well. Um, you know, it's, it's something, you know, there's, we need to talk about these things and, and it's great to be able to purge and, and have an outsider's perspective. So being able to bring that to those on my team, those throughout the league and just being there for, for my, my team uh, as a person, um, first and foremost. And then, you know, professionally, I guess you could say, uh, I'd love to be able to get more into scouting. I've got the game. I've, I'm, you know, I'm trying to find the right uh, way to, or finding the right time to dive in even deeper into, um, you know, learning and, and practicing the, the, you know, jotting down the formations and, and get familiarizing myself with them and, and watching and scouting a game, um, that kind of thing to help out. I, ideally, I'd love to be able to get into like a assistant DC position or a, a DC position and who knows, maybe ownership at some point in the years to come. But um, I just, I'm really excited about uh, being part of a team. Um, and, and ideally, I'd love to find a team that, that, that fits well with me, that's really open um, has, you know, has a likewise great atmosphere in the locker room, very supportive, um, and, and wants to, you know, collaborate with me, you know, so that uh, I can give my team whatever, whoever I am, whatever I am, and they can give that right back or find opportunities to help me do that and sort of let me loose on whatever they, they want me to, to work on kind of thing too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> a team that definitely drafts you is going to have, uh, you know, somebody who's going to want to be a lot more in this league than just be a player, right? And um, yeah, I think it's awesome to hear, right? It is, it is a, a commitment. I can tell you that these owners go above and beyond um, and really make this come alive. Um, many owners, you know, put in so much time, so much effort trying to get the right staff, the right players, you know, the, the come together with their playbook. It's so amazing to see uh, what they need. So if that's something you want to do, um, it shows the commitment that you're planning to have with the league. Now, what are you looking for in the organization? I know you said a little bit about, hey, them actually um, collaborating with you, but is there anything else you're looking for in, a, in an organization? Um, really, I think it's just, it's, you know, time to acclimate to to the pros because I know that that might take some transition time uh, open to answering my loads of questions as I, as I join the, the locker room um, and just the, the opportunity to, to for both of us to find our fit and get to know each other better um, 
and and hopefully it will be easy uh, to tra- to transition, and we'll you know we'll be aligned, and that's really what um, I think that's that's really what we're after is is to find alignment for both sides, you know, someone who really fits in with that organization, and that's really what we're, what the role of GMs are is right is to really scope out and sniff out like who are these people are they the right fit are they the kind of person that we want from the team beyond just the player build and how they might be on the field but really who are they um so i feel like that's that's really what i'm after is is just sort of someone who's patient uh or a team that's patient with me and and i want to be patient with them and just help each other sort of grow ideally i'd find a team that that feels like a home and, and feels like there's lots of friendship and and camaraderie and and things so that it's it's not just a one and done type of uh, season that it's something that really I'd, I'd love to be able to commit to a team, you know, and help be, be part of like a, a larger franchise and seeing ourselves, um, you know, grow into whoever we want the the team to be. So. Awesome. Yeah. And it, I'm going to tell you being a GM, the way that I see it as you were mentioning that mm-hmm. is that um, I see them as the glue, right? Like a, a great a GM, has to work with their owners on what they want, right? What they want to see, how they want to see it. Uh, you work with your coaches on, you know, again, ensuring they have everything they need, the, the type of players they're looking for and, and trying to get information and ideas on what we may want to look at mm-hmm. more progressions and, and game plans. Right. And then you go over to the players and you got to make sure your players are happy and are okay and have all the understanding and tools and feel like this is, it's an open door policy, right? Where, if you have any questions, any concerns, anything that you need help with, you got your front office staff who will be there for you. So um, if a GM is thinking that way that whatever team drafts you, then I know you'll have a blast. And a lot of these folks that are in this, every organization has some great things about them. Um, hopefully you've gotten to speaking, speaking, spoken to all of them. Um, but, yeah, I think, again, you know, everything you talked about is amazing, uh, what you're looking for in an organization. Now, how would you like your player, Axel Raven, to be remembered? Um, as a, a a force to be reckoned with, I, I want to be able to strike fear in the quarterback's eyes, strike fear in the running back's eyes, the tight ends. Uh, uh, one thing that, that happened last game that actually made me chuckle a little bit, and maybe this was a, a precursor of things to come in, in hopefully, you know, if, if I get drafted in season 17 and, and further, is um, uh, one thing that Eddie – uh, watching our game last week, uh, he was like, oh, Axel just completely knocked over the, the center to get his way into the, the quarterback, into the, the pocket there. Um, the pass was thrown, so I didn't get a sack or anything. But um, I've been working on my, my player's strength. I really want to be able to, like, get in there. And, like, anybody comes to me, I can push them down. I can do what I need to do to, to you know, control the field and control that, that line and, and really get penetration and really take down you know, those, those, uh, the quarterback and the disrupt the quarterback, you know, whether that's, that's through tackling them or batting down balls or, or getting in there to make them move and push them out of out of the pocket or, you know, uh, really getting, getting and striking fear in that running back to knowing and bruise, bruise that, bruise them physically and their ego a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Those are great things to uh, be remembered by. Um, and you said it right. Eddie Gage, Awesome, awesome owner, right? One owner of the uh, season, mm-hmm. right? So uh, great person to call out a great great play by you there. Um, now, what have you learned while being in this league thus far? So the whole league in general, what have you learned about being in this whole league as a whole? Uh, 
like the, the that there's people out there that are a lot like me that they you know um i feel like i found you know my people if that makes sense that's that's what i've learned that's you know simply said um people that that enjoy football but it goes beyond football and it's just really a, a way to bring to come together around something that that people really enjoy uh and and having a lot of fun with it and and you know having friends and friendships and and you know some of them may come and go uh you might you know be you know move teams or, or like like hopefully i'll be drafted and so we'll be shifting from the minors to the pros um joining teams and things but really it's, it's about the people and that's that's what i've learned most is that this is just a, a great league um filled with great people yeah i think it's the community that really sells it to a lot of folks because uh, once you're in it and you find folks that have the same like mind as you, it, it's even that more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, like how you found yeah, your friend in Daniel, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I joke that I came for the football, I stayed for the people. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, that's what I, coming into this, I had no idea that there was this large, uh, great community behind it. So I came, I wanted to see my player on, the, on you know, up on the TV. But it was, it was just a few days after that that I started seeing, you know, the – the people and that I've seen them shine. So that's, that's really what, what kept me here and has overshot my entire expectations for this. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, what do you enjoy most about being in this league? Hmm. Again, you know, yeah, it's, it's the people, it's the conversation, it's the ability to, to goof around, you know, building, you know, the relationships. It's easier to, for a minor coming in to build your relationships with fellow miners, you know, the people that you're rubbing elbows with in this part. Um, so like myself and Leon Thunderman, you know, connected pretty early on, like a couple weeks in um, and, and things. And then since then, you know, getting to know like uh, Aaron Alexander, um, getting to know the variety. And we were doing some interviews much like this, but more tech space um, with a lot of the minor individuals. So getting to know Justice Blackwell, who's actually on this, after me I assume yeah um, another great person that I met through this and and have started to develop a good relationship um, he he brought over a lot of, of other individuals from this other um, other sim league things going on so I've met a ton of great people really that's that's the thing that I've enjoyed it's feeling like this is not just friendship but really the start to great family um, you know the, the people that are friends uh, that are like family so yeah that's what I've enjoyed the most yeah, that's, that's a little pretty good relationships there. And, you know, it's going to be exciting because Justice seems to be connected to a few people that have already been on the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when we do speak to Justice, I have to uh, give them their props because, again, um, to be honest with you, they have started the um, started a generation of, of people coming together, and that's really awesome that they were able to provide that. Yeah. Now, um, best SFL memory thus far? I'd say that it's, it was just the the seeing the the countdown go to, to triple zeros uh, in our last game, which clenched our ability to go to the playoffs. Um, that that was just such a great feeling. The week before, I believe it was um, we were able to be the first uh, Tacoma team to go above 500. That was great in week seven. Week eight, we then with our win over uh, uh, San Jose, we were able to then clinch that. And that is you know knowing that we have. At least one more football game to play is great. That we this isn't the, the end of our season isn't a bye week. So um, that that to me is my my best memory. Being able to share that with with my my 
uh, Tacoma team is, is amazing. Daniel, Cody, uh, Earl, all the all the different people out there. You know, Johnny Reno, uh, Brad Jones, uh, Savage, Shane, Nathan, everybody, Bill, everybody. Uh, just to see us all out there uh, winning and getting that part was was my best friend so far. That's awesome, and I hope your next SFL memory ends up being you being drafted as well. Um, yes, before we, yeah, I'm excited for you too, man. You definitely was a pleasure getting to know you tonight. Uh, but before we let you go, right, um, the last thoughts, right? The floor is yours, right? Red carpet, I'm gonna roll it out. Share your Discord name, but anything that you felt like we didn't share or or, or talk about that you want to share, maybe with potential teammates, potential team owners, or anybody in between. Um, the floor is yours. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just looking forward. I've, I've been, you know, having DMs with a variety of different uh, teams. There's one team that I've really been uh, interested in, um, was able to reach out to them back in March, I think, and, and make a connection. Um, and things are looking good there. So I'm, I, I feel really good about and it. And even if that doesn't happen, I feel, you know, there's a handful of other, a couple of other teams that have shown some interest um, I'm excited about the draft coming up. The days are, are counting there. Um, the only, you know, there's nothing else that I'd, I'd really add. I'm, I'm excited to see to see where I go. I'm excited to see where all my teammates go, all the fellow uh, players in the minors. I hope, you know, it would be great to see everyone go somewhere, but I know that that's probably not possible. Um, and, and I'd love to, you mentioned very early on, you talked about um, how you came about doing podcasts. You mentioned something like, um, it gives you the opportunity to explore things that you normally would not typically do. You know, uh, like you, it sounds like you, we're not expecting to come in and create a podcast and to host a podcast. Um, similarly, I, I am not the most great public speaker um, in real life, but I, I have no problem okay. doing this kind of thing. You know, so I, yeah. I can, you know, if you ever need a co-host, if you're, um, I also want to be able to give back to the SFLM note like next year, uh, or this fall when, when season four comes around, I'd love to be able to do something similar to this, whether we partner or whether we do something. I'd love that type of opportunity to be able to um, really hone in and give, um, discuss and, and cover games or to, you know, not necessarily broadcast, but like to be able to do the in-between stuff, to really talk yeah. about them and, and whether that's analysis or, or getting to know the players. Uh, I'd love it for, for it to be sort of um, to steal from and the uh, America um, uh, quote or whatever you want to call it um, for the people by the people but almost like for the miners by the miners like somehow give it enable the miners to be able to cover their own games or or get them to help uh, produce things I know uh, Ross has been great with Swamp Talk getting so many uh, miners involved with writing and content creation for, for it and things so just I, I love what you're doing. I love what other people are doing. I want to be able to be part of that. So if anybody has any ideas or if anybody wants to partner with me on anything um, for next season for uh, minor league season, um, let me know. I'd, I'd love to, to do that. So, yeah. Well, thank you again, Axel Ray. I appreciate it. We I may, you know, talk to you off air <laughs> about some of the things you are trying sure. to achieve, and we kind of go from there. But, again, I appreciate you sharing your Friday night with me sharing about yourself, the player, and your journey that you're, you're hoping to take going forward. And I'm very excited to see how far Tacoma goes uh, into the playoffs. You have a wonderful evening. 
and you didn't actually before you go you didn't plug in your discord name i need you to do that so if a potential team wants to hit you up they know how to reach you sure um all right so my discord name is um so i, I tend to not shave uh, i also come from a, a development background for, for coding and things so my my discord name is stubble coder 12 um and then there's the hashtag 1975 if that matters uh, so 1975, not with my birth year. Um, you can do the math. I was, <laughs> anyways, um, so stubbled coder 12, um, no spaces, all lowercase. Um, you should be able to find me. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Justin, for being on. I'm very excited to see what Axel Raven does on the field, and I'll talk to you then, all right? Sounds great. Thank you so much, Nelson. No problem. Thank you. And shout-out to Axel Raven for – Coming on tonight, sharing some time, um, and we have our next guest uh, in the building. And in true fashion, you know, I always have to uh, get the trumpets ready and uh, introduce our guest, wide receiver Justice Blackwell of the Madison Lynx. Justice, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, Nelson. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really excited about this. Um, and if you heard me kind of talking a little bit with um, with Axel or Justin, right? Um, you are connected to a lot of people's story, right? Um, you are are kind of the brought in a, a few great players into this organ to this organization, right? Uh, from uh, your sim wrestling league, and uh, I find it very interesting, like how you're so connected. So it's a pleasure having you tonight. Um, very excited to get to know you. I did see some of your sim uh, uh, wrestling, which was 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 really good. Um, and then uh, the great people you brought along, but it's it's really a pleasure having you on tonight. Thank you for thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for having me as well. And except for putting me on after Axel, that's you know that's a hard, <laughs> very hard you know to uh, to follow him up. <laughs> yeah, no, man, I, he's cooler than me. We all know that Axel is a lot cooler than I am. No, but you, look, you have a pretty cool story, right? Like, you brought in so many players into this league, and, and I'm very interested to see how you found the league, you know, a little bit after, you know, we get to know who you are. But it, it, it to meet somebody who has brought in so many players who are going to potentially be drafted as well as yourself, and I know there's a couple other Blackwells included in the league, right? So I'm guessing it's, there's some family coming in here as well. Like, what you're doing is pretty awesome and it has to be recognized I, I feel like right because uh, you're similar to Ezekiel Love Ezekiel Love is the person who put myself Mel Davis Scott Johnson like we all came in and there's other people Rob Breyer um, uh, you know uh, Brody Gulch they they all came in and those are some great talents that are around there so you are bringing in all these potential rookies as well man you definitely deserve to be recognized for that well thank you I appreciate it, it it's 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 a it's an experience um, with the streaming. I was able to build a, a nice community, and it's you know I'm not one of those streamers that you know get on, say hi to everybody, tell them how much you like them, and disappear. You know I hang out with them afterwards. We spend time together. We play games together. Um, you know all of that. So it's it's hard to say, but I guess you know I was like, hey, I'm involved in this. It looks like there's a lot of great people anybody want to come with me and as soon as i said that it was just you know they all piled in and i think we brought in 12 total wow wow well, well that's awesome justice it's honestly 
really great. Thank you for, for you know, exposing us even more and bringing in your great community into this league. Um, it's really awesome having you. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So who is Justice Blackwell? Well, my real name is Frank. Um, I'm in my 40s. I live in Chicago. Um, I'm a live streamer on Twitch. We do wrestling, as you already as you already said. I don't want to go too far into it because I've had some troubles in the past about people like digging into my real life from the streaming <laughs> side and trying to do some terrible things, ridiculous. It's, it's I amazing know the, life the things guys. that people yeah. will do. Yeah. You know, I have people trying to find out where you live and, and just weird, really weird stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine, right? Go- and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. You don't have to give <laughs> streets or anything like that, right? I think that's good to know. Uh, but you're right. The life of a streamer, I think that's the other side people don't see, right? They they really just focus on the um, how do I put this? The oh, hey, somebody's being talking while playing, and they're having people interact. When you put yourself out there in any kind of medium, um, you're exposing yourself to people being like that right digging into personal things so i don't want nobody to try to find you and research you <laughs> that's what you told me is perfectly fine you know um on that information um uh, but how did you how did you find the ffl so how did you transition from like we like to say from the couch to the field so after stream one night i was just looking for somebody else to to support go check out their streams and stuff and i was pretty interested in um like uh ncaa 14 and mm-hmm. i was looking into getting that game but it's over 100 bucks now so i was like no i don't think i'm gonna pay for that <laughs> i don't know how much i'll play it now that i'm just it's you know because i go through those phases where i'm just interested in that one thing and it's yeah but then it doesn't last and yeah. i was looking at streams at that and didn't really find any there were a couple of streamers that were okay but nothing that really piqued my interest and a couple of days later they have the recommended channels and i guess because i went into that football stream the SFL popped up. So I happened one Sunday, went in there and uh, the majors were playing and I'm like, Ooh, what is this? You know? And after about a half hour, I'm like, I have to do this. This is something I have to do. I have to be a part of this. And the rest is history. Wow. And it, again, you're going to be part of a lot of people's history. Um, and, and I think that's an awesome part because you brought in a lot of great players into this league. Um, I'm very interested to know the, the other Blackwells, right? Respectfully, there's two other Blackwells, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Right. Izzy and Tazzy. Izzy and Tazzy. Now, Izzy, okay. Izzy and Tazzy, how are they connected with Justice? Okay. This, this gets confusing. We are friends in real life. Um, uh-huh. Izzy's like a little sister to me you know, outside of the, you know, outside of streaming or whatever. Um, yeah. She's one of the younger ones of our group. So I feel a little protective of her, kind of like a, yeah. like a big brother. Um, okay. And we become good friends. And Tazzy, I've known for five years now, four or five years. And she's a mod for my stream as well. And we're really good friends. And she helped me during a lot of rough times where I didn't want to stream anymore. And she pushed me to become better and, you know, be a better person, be a better streamer, you know, and keep going and i'll always you know love her for that and then in the sim world in the rp world tazzy was married to justice the wrestler so Uh, she always had the blackwell name so we said let's keep it yeah isabella or rainbow fox um we call her foxy but she wanted to be you know she wanted to be the little sister and i didn't have you know like i said i have no problem with it you know so we became a family 
Nice. And it's awesome to bring that continue on, right? Like, um, I love, like, I feel like this kind of goes with the wrestling side, right? The storylines and everything else. And it's what you really love about wrestling is the storylines, right? It's not just what the wrestler can do in the ring, but what other things are happening outside. But it's awesome that the people that are connected to you are in your way, your family. And we knew they were connected in some way, right? But shout out to Izzy and Tazzy. I hope I got it right. I think I did. Um, as, as well, because, again, they believed in what you saw here and, and decided to join you and carry on uh, the Blackwell name. So that's pretty awesome. Now, what's a fun, well, a fun fact that maybe nobody knows about you that doesn't pinpoint who you are in this world? Let's, let's go with that since you have some interesting people out here. Uh, give us a fun fact that you like to share that maybe nobody knows. That's a tough one because a lot of people know a lot of things about me because I just, you know, even though I try to keep certain things personal, they, you know, they eventually come out slowly. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I run my own softball team. I'm a, I'm a manager coach of that. I've been doing that for probably 20 years now. And wow. I just recently stopped doing, I used to coach little league and girls softball as well. My own daughter's team. So um, I like giving back. I was the president yeah. of the softball league. I just, I'm, I'm one of those people who like to get involved. I don't, you know, but I'm very yeah. passionate about the things that I do. And that gets me in trouble sometimes. Uh, you know, as you probably have heard, my name is not always the uh, most liked name all the time, but. Uh, yeah. And and I think again, yeah. Justice, right? Like if, you know, this league, there's so many folks here, right? Like you end up finding clicks and you end up finding people and you'll find people like-minded. Um, but Again, sharing your opinion never hurts. I just think when it, when any time an, an idea or opinion gets belittled or, or scrutinized or any of that kind of stuff is where you're getting questioned. And, and as long as what you're sharing is within league, you know, code of conduct, I see no issues with it. Again, some people do. I always try to say, right, because this is a, a fun pastime for most people. Um, we end up not liking the drama too much because, again, you got real life stuff. So sometimes when you're real, when your fun stuff gets in your real life stuff and it's drama, uh, it, it not just solely affects that person, but it affects your whole organization, your teammates, and outside of that as well. So um, how you like to enjoy this league, I always say it's cool as long as within the guidelines. But I uh, haven't really noticed you being in trouble like that. So I don't know exactly out there, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But um, it, it, it like, was it was one incident to me. You know, it's eh. Um, it it could have been handled better from both sides, I would say. But yeah, well, hey, one look, of those things, I'm over it. Yeah, and as long as it's something that but, it was something was learned out of it, that's cool, right? Um, but let's kind of go into what do you enjoy being in the like? What do you enjoy being? of the SFL like how do you enjoy uh, being in that in the SFLM section of the SFL I have a lot of fun with it I've met a lot of great people like Axel me and Axel have become great friends um, my teammates reached out to me right away and like I said, being there with a bunch of people I already knew made it a lot easier once they started piling in but I've met a lot of people in the minors and, and some really good people and I hope to continue those friendships for sure and I, and I love watching the games so I make sure that I watch all of the SFLM games. Like right now, I got two monitors going while I'm talking to you at the same time because <laughs> we're actually playing right now. So yeah, and I'm sorry about that. Right, I didn't think when I put out the the list that um, 
is that it would fall on game nights, right? Like, because the game nights have moved once in a while. So I didn't expect it to fight. I do apologize, uh, but I appreciate you being here and, and staying to your word. Um, it's appreciated. And again, you're with the Madison Lynx which is a, a team that has one championship already under their belt. And you guys are still in the playoff race. Am I correct? Yeah, we have to win tonight to stay in it. But right now we're down 10-7, so we'll see. Okay. Well, I know a couple of uh, Madison Link alumni who are on the fleet that are probably rooting for you to get that win, uh, to continue that tradition. Um, now, how did you decide on – uh, on the position that you decided as a wide receiver? Well, originally I wanted to be a quarterback, but as soon as I looked at the list, that was gone. So the next thing for me would be wide receiver. There happened to be a few spots left, so I grabbed it quickly and was happy from there. It was it was what I wanted. Definitely wanted to be on offense. Um, I've always been a fan of, like, huge passing games. Like, I'm not – even though I live in Chicago, I like the Bears, but I don't love the Bears. They've always been a run first team. <laughs> to me, I, I just love I love airing the ball out of, you know. But that doesn't make yeah. me a Packer fan either. Sorry, I was just going to throw that out there. But right now I'm kind of – I like what Kansas City does. I just love watching the, you know. I've just never been a big fan of the, the run. I just – I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think uh, <laughs> I think that's interesting, right? Um, because you, you mentioned Kansas City, and I really do enjoy Kansas City a lot. Uh, for the dynamicness of Kansas City, right? Uh, they can, they don't have, I, I think, running backs that are um, specifically, and they, I think they just got one, actually. Let me change that. But, they, you know, they, their running backs aren't always the most known. It's really the uh, Patrick Mahomes show with uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, and, and, and they have some other pieces there that really make that um, offense pop, and, and they're very dynamic. And a fun offense, um, <laughs> it really does make a difference. Uh, to be honest with you, right? So um, I'm pretty sure your your defensive friends like Axel probably wouldn't agree with you, um, but it's really interesting to hear that you chose that offense. Now, with wide receiver and quarterback, if those were off the table, were there any other positions you were considering playing? That would have been a tough one. You know, I was like, oh, please be wide receiver. And then I was like, I don't know what I would do. I, I Probably a safety maybe, and I wouldn't have been as happy. Like, I just, you know... I, I just, there's something I like about, I guess it's because growing up, like, I didn't play any regulated football. I was always too small, you know. I, was, I think I was 5'4 in high school, so 5'4 and, and probably 100 pounds wet. So, football oh, wow. was not my thing. It was always baseball, 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 baseball. But during the winter, as kids, we'd play football out in the park. But all of our football games were always, you know, that skeleton type, just everybody's a receiver, go out. Very few running plays, you know, so we just threw and threw and threw and threw until so your arm fell off, and that was the way we played most of the time. So I guess that kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go back then to the players that you did <laughs> decide to, um, you know, choose, which is your wide receiver, right? So who did you model your wide receiver after? Um, height and size-wise, Julio Jones, which happened to be one of my favorite wide receivers. I didn't want to go Tyreek Hill. It just I felt more like Julio Jones that does a little bit of everything, a little acrobatic, you know. And then I also wanted to be a little bit like Ernest Givens, if you know who he is. Uh, one of my favorite all-time teams was that Houston Oilers run-and-shoot offense. Um, 
obviously being a pass first guy, like just get the ball and throw it. Just hack, you know, yeah. and Ernest Givens making those passes across the middle. I loved it. it. Takes a lot of guts to catch those passes across the middle. <laughs> yeah, it takes a certain kind of player, uh, really rough and ready to. Because again, you're exposed. That's pretty much the the most place that you're exposed on, right? Um, where you're trying to focus on catching the ball and somebody, you know, ends up smacking you. So um, those who do it well definitely deserve to be recognized. Um, now, what have you learned while being in the league? There's a lot of like-minded people, like Axel was saying. I have to agree with him there. He stole my answer. So um, <laughs> definitely a lot of like-minded people, a lot of great people, a lot of people that I've made friendships with that I we don't have a lot in common as well. So I got to learn new things about different people. That was fun. Um, I hate to go into the side of it, but there, I've also noticed there's some people that um, are just in it for themselves, and I'd like to see less of that. And I'm not saying there's a lot of people, but there's a few people. And we got to remember that it's about the SFL shield. And being a streamer, I see it. I understand Cameron's, you know, where he's coming from. You know, you got to try to please everybody. And, and, you know, but we got to think about the shield first, because if Cameron shuts it down, we're all done. You know, and um, I'd (laughs) like to see people, you know, people like, oh, the minors, you know, uh, nobody watches those games or I've heard, you know. People don't want to. I've heard one guy say they didn't want to commentate for the minors, like it was beneath him or something. It's like, you know, this whole thing is one big, you know, it's it's all one big league, and if it it has to all work, and everybody has to support a little bit of everything for it to keep going forward. If that makes any sense, you know. Yeah, and and I can, I, I think with that situation, right? Um, a lot of folks in the majors don't. Or, or in the SFL, don't really know much about the SFL, right? Um, I'm so passionate about it, and I came out with the Rookie Showcase because it's my way of trying to give back to um, the SFLM and potential, you know, future players, right? Like, I want to try to help give you as best of a platform as possible, right, um, for you to be able to put yourself there. And not everybody sees it that way, right? And, and it's also getting to a point where you're starting to see a lot more SFLM people who are now in the SFL making a difference. So slowly you start seeing that mentality start changing and it becomes a more respect level, right? Like we're only, what, Gen 3 in semi, uh, in the SFLM, right? Um, that's in, in the grand spectrum of things, it's only really about a year and some change um, of, of, of playing. So a lot of folks don't don't really understand the 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 intricacies of everything in the SFLM as well as what you guys do through it, right? So um, when I typically see something like that, I, I pay no mind. I know there's some folks in this in this league who don't that don't really look at the SFLM side as a determining factor. Some out there, I'm pretty sure do. Um, but I think again, we're, we're all starting to change and really adapt because in Gen One, uh, there wasn't as much love. <laughs> I don't think we were really a topic of discussion. Uh, nobody really talked about us in any type of content. Um, it, it, there was things here and there, right? But it wasn't as, and, and it was folks like Mike Twinscrew, uh, Scouts, uh, Scouts Inc. Um, that really tried to create something for us because we really didn't have anything to begin with. So I know it's frustrating in, in that standpoint and trust and believe you have people who are 
in your corners because we came from the SFLM, but I do understand the SFL folks who may not see it as there because it is something that is in the grand scheme of, of the league because the league had 17 seasons. Out of 17, we were only involved three of those. So, um, and, and in three of those, they were still mixed in one, like almost in one season, right? Like one season ended, SFLM, they got drafted, season happens, then the other one, and that was still within the same time frame. So, you know, I understand both of you, the sides that I've seen in that situation. And um, I wanted to give you my viewpoint on that was, hey, I, I've been on that side. I've seen how it didn't matter. But trust me, you got folks who are now in positions of, of importance that aren't seeing that the same way. Uh, if that helps you feel a little bit better about, like, hurrah, there's a there's a future. And, there, you know, something I think what you want to happen will, will eventually come because those SFLM SFLM players of before are now SFL players now. Right. Because um, to add to that, it's, you know, I I believe Bo, Bo Martin said in one of Dave's shows that, you know, the turnover in, in the minors was pretty bad, that a lot of people left after they didn't get drafted. And I can understand that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm a minor, so I'm gonna root for the minors. When I go to the majors, yeah. I'm still gonna root for the minors, but I'm also gonna root for you know the guys up there as well. But to to feel like you're less than that sometimes, and I'm not saying everybody does it, but I felt like that a few times where it just felt like okay, well you're in the minors, know your place. Well, first of all, I'm a yeah. grown man, and my place is you know a whole different story, and I don't really want to go into those details. But you know, yeah. make those make these minors, you know, so you get that turnover next season. So you get more people, more people coming in the league, the bigger the teams get, people want expansion. You need the minors to do it, you know, yeah. and uh, give them a reason, you yeah. know, because I, I watch, you know, people like Axel every day, busting his hump, you know, trying to do everything he can for teams to notice him. And, you know, if he doesn't get noticed, then what? Then you sit there in the minors and, and get treated like the second class citizen. And I get it. You don't get all the bells and whistles because the obvious thing, like, you know, some people have said, you got to want to go to the minors. You got to want to make people, you know, that's the show. I get that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean forget about, you know, everybody that's down there, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to see more of them. And Axel and I have definitely talked about um, doing a show, possibly. I'm all game for that. Um, I I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. And and you, you brought up a good point, right? And and I know, um, like I said, it, it's kind of like this change is happening where you have the new school and old school kind of meshing together, right? And um, it's different outlooks. And I, I, I guess me as a person, I always try to look at both sides of the stories because, again, both sides of the story tell almost the full truth, right? So... Um, I understand why vets get a little bit frustrated, right, with, with, with rookies because there's a lot of change happening and a lot of these rookies have such great energy coming in. There, there's, a lot of these rookies created some change, right? Um, you know, so it, it's, how do I put this? On that side, when you see this change happening, some folks may not react the way that you would expect them to. Now, in hindsight, like myself, understanding where SFLM person's coming from, I mean, me, myself as a person, I treat everybody with a level, with respect, right? Um, they always said respect's not given. You're right. Respect is not given and it, it is earned, but you, it, that doesn't mean that you take away the initial respect of a person 
because they haven't built that with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still going to let you be yourself and be who you are. And, you know, if, if that's something that agrees with me, awesome. If it doesn't, I'm not, I won't bother you on it, right? Because it's not my job out here to try to change minds and change situations. But I can change the future, right? And um, hopefully, you know, that's something that I always try to represent to the SFLM uh, minor people, right? It's, it's the reason why I, I literally came out, you know, I was injured and I was out off of the air since February. Um, and I'm still dealing with the injury now. It's going to be some time. But you guys... The rookies were the reasons why I said, hey, I need to try to get in on the microphone, get the show out there. So if any potential rookie has a chance to get drafted, that hopefully this is the, the, the show that was heard by it or um, at least gave them something they could reference to the potential suitors. Right. So um, hopefully that makes you very positive about the future that it's going to be but I do agree I think everybody still needs to be deserved you know still treated with the level of respect whether you're a minor or a major player um you're a person just like anybody else so um I do agree with you uh, on people need to treat people like people um but getting off that right because uh, I want to make get it back on you um what goals do you have in and out of this league Goals in the league. I just, I just want to be a player. I, I, I want to, you know, people know the name, obviously, but I want to be known more for being that person that you could talk to outside of, of all of this. This is sim. I understand it's sim. To me, it, it's some people take it a lot more serious than me, and that's okay too. There, you know, everybody takes it a different way. To me, it's sim. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to meet new people. If I get drafted, great. If I don't, I don't mind staying in the minors with with the people that I've met so far and meeting new people. That's fine too. Um, I just I want to be that guy off the field that, you know, like I, I bring a leadership to my community in the wrestling sim. I'd like to bring a little bit of it here. Like I said, I understand there's people that have been here way longer than me um, and understand the game and everything else better. So I'm not trying to take anybody's place, but I'm willing, you know, to stand by somebody and help them out or, you know, someday maybe even be the person running the thing if, if that's a possibility. But you know, I, I definitely leadership is first and, and being there for the people to talk to or somebody who needs something. I mean, that's what my community was built on. Um, if somebody has an issue, you know, my community right away gets together, whether it's fundraising or just somebody needs somebody to talk to, you know, it's, sometimes it's just, you know, a happy thought or somebody just saying, hi, how are you doing today? That's, you know, that's all it takes. And, you know, that's one thing that definitely made me happy about this league. I got to give a big shout out to Ashley. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just man, amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just one day out of this, she's like, "Wellness check. I'm checking in on you to see how you're doing." And and that was just you know, and it was it was nice to feel it wasn't anything I needed that day, but I could understand you know if somebody did yeah. need that that day, that it would yeah. probably change their day. And, and you can't those little things are are what make life great. Yeah, and when somebody goes above and beyond who doesn't even know you. Um, it's, it's why Ashley's always gotten considered as community ambassador, uh, which she, she got to share with uh, Dave Axis as well, who's another great person. Uh, but but kind of what you were talking about, right? I wanted to touch back on it because I don't want you to like. So I want I want to kind of take myself and Jacob in consideration here, um, who's the owner of Portland, right? Um, we were rookies. I was a rookie. You know, in the SFLM, when I got to meet Jacob, and Jacob was like, hey, you want to be my GM? Um, he believed in me, and he was a rookie. 
uh, person as well. You know, he had one season with, with Denver as, as a coach and then was able to get the Portland fleet. And um, I would tell you, Justice, right, I don't, I don't think time really matters in that situation, right? Like, if you want to do something, just find the opportunity to do it. Um, because just because I don't have the, the length in the league doesn't mean I don't know what I'm doing. Um, right. I, I think understanding the importance of my role is more important and, 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 and me being passionate about it to get it done really matters. So to me, when folks, I remember when I, when I got picked as GM, uh, they said, WTF, who the heck is that? How is this r- rookie owner out of these seasoned people didn't choose a seasoned GM or a seasoned player to be their GM. That was what they said about me, Justice, and two seasons removed with the development that we've been able to have, the talent we would be able to bring in as well as to retain. Hopefully now you know who the hell I am. Right? I don't mean that in in any way. I just, I want you to understand whatever you want to do, Justice, do it. Right. And, and as long right. as it's not stepping on nobody's toes or being disrespectful, do it, man, because I was a rookie just like you. And look where I'm at now. Um, I, I was under a great owner who allowed me to take my passion and run with it with this with this show and then entrusted me to say, hey, help me run this. And I think we've done a fantastic job overall. It's not me, you know, trying to, to give any kind of like to my own horn. I'm just saying, like, I feel so great to be under uh, with a great owner in Jacob, with one of my great friends, Mel Davis, and, and, and spending time with great players every every week um, to say, hey, you know, just because I was a rookie, I still made it happen. So I, I, want, I, I wanted to tell you that just because you are, you seem very passionate on anything that you do in this league, and I think that should never get stifled or, 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 or kind of broken down as a bad thing i think again just using your powers for good is what i always tell people like myself i don't try to be out here bashing anybody on my platform i try to build people up with my platform which again you i think you do on your wrestling league because you always are talked about with all your community as well so i think again folks need to understand what you've done outside of this league dirt deserves some respect as well because uh, you were be you were able to create a community on Twitch around a simulated uh, wrestling league. Thank you again. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, truth be told, like I couldn't tell you, you know, like football formations. Like I don't, I'm not, you know, I, I know how the game is played, but as far as formations and what this look is, like Eddie does, he knows all the defense. I don't know any of that stuff, and I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I do. But if it was, you know, if it was the GM, like working with the players, look, you know, doing that type, of stuff, I would love to do something like that. You know, you're going to get everything that I have. You know, yeah. the other stuff, you know, learning football as, you know, the very intricacies of football would be very tough for me. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible, but, you know, like the inside, working with other players, you know, maybe doing some scouting type thing or, you know, that type of thing. But that yeah. would definitely be something I'd be willing to do. But, yeah, when it comes to, like, coordinators and stuff, no, nah, that's just not. Nope. <laughs> it, it, all it needs to own, right? Like, I, I tell you, I'm a general manager who doesn't own the game. Um, so if you're going to ask me about what, what plays, you know, like what plays do I like to call up and what do I have X, Y, Z, or don't ask me none of that. Okay. That's not my yeah, job that's, that's... is to coach. <laughs> my job is to have an organization that is 
gel together that works that understands our values and our vision and understand that it is a brand right and you have to protect the brand the shield of the sfl as well as the shield of the portland fleet um so it's okay if you're not i love football so like i do know formations i do know these intricacies but uh, i'm not coaching i'm not doing any of that stuff um so it's okay right uh, but let's kind of right. talk about what do you bring to the to an organization. So if somebody were to, to draft you, uh, what are they expecting that you're bringing with you? Well, definitely the leadership, the passion. You can already hear it. You already can hear that part of it. I, I, you'll get everything <laughs> yeah. that I could possibly give. That that you know, me being a streamer, I understand if 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 other people, if I don't give everybody what I need to give them, then they leave. But at the same time, I need people to come in and be there as well, and I got to know how to keep them there. Otherwise, then my career is shot, you know? So yeah. um, I, I know how to work with people for the most part. Um, it, it's not easy juggling hundreds of different personalities, but I've learned yeah. to get better in time. And to be honest, Tazzy and Isabella have helped me with that as well, keeping me in check sometimes. You know, hey, you can't do that, you know? And like I said, I, I big shout out to Tazzy for sure. She she changed a lot about who I am and who and got away from who I was type thing you know it was just before yeah. I, was, I didn't care about you know just let me stream let me get this out and who cares about everything else and it's really like you no know, that's not the way to do it if you want to move forward you know you got to really care and you know be more passionate and she just pushed me in, into something completely different and I'm happy the person that I am now for sure well, if if Tazzy ever wants to be on the show, I do have one more spot. You know, I let rookies know so if they want to. But since Tazzy really helped you out, I would love to have Tazzy on the show if she would like, because um, I think I have one more opening, and uh, maybe that could she can fill up up that spot. I, I will definitely talk to her. It's kind of funny. I almost feel sorry for her at times. She's from England, so. Be like, we're going to play football. She has, has to be like 4 a.m. in the morning. And uh, shout well, out no, to she, those. She's pl- in the States now, but she, oh, was, okay. she was raised in England. And oh, okay. she's like, what's football? She doesn't know. Like, she's, <laughs> we've had to try to give her a crash court. Like, she doesn't know anything about the sport. Nothing. She's getting better at it. But the fact that she got involved in it and she's trying and she's writing for Swamp Talk, like, all of these things that she's she was doing I'm, I'm really proud of her for because yeah she didn't know the game she went in head first and, uh, and I'm a, proud of a, her com- it's a comfortable space too so hopefully you know um, she sees that it, 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 it's a comfortable space to kind of learn and, and understand and you know nobody's going to judge you if you don't know this football as long as you're on top of your progressions and you're a great person you're going to be in this league for a long time right um, but that's awesome that she's learning it. Um, again, you know, you learn to be a great person. Like being a people person is such a under-minded uh, skill, right? If you can connect with people, you can um, make them uh, better. You can uh, really um, help them. And that's a skill that, that I think a lot of people overlook because it's really hard to deal with people. And uh, people are very unpredictable. So if you don't know how to handle them or move through them, um, it, it, it's a tough task. So uh, what are you looking for in an organization? Um, the most important thing is just the, the camaraderie between the teammates, uh, win or lose. I, 
I don't care if we lose every game as long as we're all having fun and you know there's you know no hard feelings and everybody's doing what they're supposed to do that's that's all that matters like I said I'm in it for the fun um win or loss records mean nothing to me I don't really care about that I just want a team that we can work together as a team the whole team um, you know, obviously, every once in a while you get a bad apple, and that's fine. That could be removed. But, you know, for the most part, just a team that works together well and win or lose, as long as we're happy and we keep working to get better, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. And, you know, you you really do need folks who um, who believe in, in, the, in the mission, right? Believe in the cause, see the goal, um, believe in what you believe in, right? Because um, I've learned while being in this league that that's, success for a lot of these teams you know teams that are able to stick together typically um go even farther in in the season and do uh, go to the championship and you know all the great things that we hear so that's really the secret so you know players that are willing to go through that with you uh win lose or draw those are are, are so they're so valuable um you know an example with us we Two and ten, we did lose some some players, but again, one of them went to get promoted in, in San Diego. Uh, one uh, retired, and you know, uh, retired, and then another one ended up um, uh, uh, going to another team, right? But it wasn't many much turnover the first season. In the second season, um, it's not, you know, we we're going in really looking like it's going to be uh, just filling up one position uh, at the at that time. So. It, it's awesome to kind of see that and put together. And it was these type of, 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 of folks we brought together to say, hey, this is our vision. This is what we want to do. And they said, hell yeah, let's do it. Buckle in and uh, let's enjoy this ride. So uh, shout out to all my players who, who uh, we drafted that, that have stayed with us and, and really want to build this Portland brand. So I think that's awesome that that's what you want to bring to an organization uh, or what you're looking for in an organization. Um, now, have you been interested in any positions outside of being a player, um, you know, broadcasting, stats, uh, scouting, any of those kind of things? Um, I I wouldn't mind, I, you know, if somebody asked me to do stats and they needed somebody to do it, you know, I wouldn't mind chipping in. Um, like I said, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind being a GM. Um, as we said before, Axel and I were talking about maybe doing a show for the minors next season. Um, whatever, whatever roles, like I said, Scouting may not be the best thing for me because, like I said, not knowing everything, the formations and things. But you know, well, they ran that kind of play. You know, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy either. I don't want to be a detriment. You know, so. Well, but like broadcasting I broadcasting could possibly be a thing, um, yeah. depending on the days. You know, because I have my own stream schedule as well. So. I would say though, if you do want to do that, right? Because I've had her your your your. Um, wrestling simulation, like everything that you do on there. Um, so I know you have a broadcaster's voice and you have exactly what to describe what's happening on screen. Um, so you have the, the traits, you just need to learn the basics, right? And um, right. not everybody's Eddie Gage, not everybody is, is uh, Ramos Lynn, right? Some of these, like Ramos and, and Eddie can tell you, hey, that's blah, 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 and this and this and that, and this is what's about to run. But then you have the other spectrum of folks like Andy Hamilton and uh, and Tim Hackett, who um, are more of those uh, colorful commentary, and it doesn't have to necessarily always be about the knowledge of the game. So um, it's it's a balance. But I can tell you by because 
you know, I was part of the broadcast team that they're going to find the right home for you. And once they do that, they're going to do a run through together because they got to see how your mic sounds. They have to see how your connection is. Once all that's done, then they're going to sit there and say, okay, you sound like you should do play by play or you should do, you know, whatever it is. Right. And, um, and they help you do it. And you start off first doing the minor games just because it's not on live TV. <laughs> so if you mess right. up, you're typically messing up with the community who nine times out of 10 will always be rooting in your corner. So, uh, if you are interested in do that, I would suggest reaching out to Mike Dag, but they're always looking for people. Um, but no experience required is 100% correct. And you have great people. I mean, even Tyler came up through uh, doing these games and look at him now, right? And he had some great calls this season that just passed that I think, again, speaks about, what you know, the great things the miners offer. Um so if you're interested, I would suggest reaching out to Mike Daggs and, uh, and, and getting that aboard. But uh, how would you like your player to be remembered, Justice? That, that team leader. Uh, I don't care about stats, to be honest. I don't have – like I said, I got shut out this season in the minors, and I'm happy. I got my scoreless streak. I didn't score any touchdowns. I'm probably the only wide receiver that didn't score a touchdown this year, and I'm okay with that. You know, I had fun. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we just lost and didn't make the playoffs tonight, but still, I had I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next for him. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, team right? leader, though, is the most important thing. That's, you said it, it's yeah. all about having fun, and if your player gets drafted, um, you know, you'll be working with your, your, your staff to figure out what that progression looks like, right, so your player can get better, right? That's, that's the great thing about this. You can always get better. Um, as long as you have a plan on what you want to get there, you, you'll be fine. I mean, um, I, I can even tell you, um, we drafted a player who um, had no interceptions, nothing too crazy, and we drafted him because he was an amazing guy. And what we saw was a little bit different than what you saw on the field, and uh, he be, ended up being a phenomenal cornerback uh, for us in Chris Dodge. So I'm going to tell you, not necessarily, like, again, it is the person behind it, right? It is, it, everybody has little things here and there, but it's really the person behind that that keyboard that a lot of folks care about. So even if you didn't get a touchdown, you get this, but your personality is great and it's workable, right? There's things in there that you can work with, with, with your build and things that you can still add and they have the opportunity there, right? That's also a thing too, right? Like if you're not highly rated, then, you know, teams are trying to be competitive. So there is a, a give and take on both sides. But if it all works, um, you know, that's all that really matters is the person really behind that keyboard if it, if it all fits in, in that equation. Um, right. If not, like you said, you're more than happy to stay in the SFLM, which, again, is a great community in its own, right? And, and it's supported by some, some, some people who, who really were impacted by it. Now, what have you learned while being in the league thus far? Whew, I learned a lot of things. There's a lot of work to this. It's it's uh, definitely nothing. You just put your player in and sit back and relax. And, and the emotion is something that I learned a lot about for sure. Um, before I was like, oh, it's just simulation. You know, I'm not going to get too involved in it. It's not going to be that, you know, but when I lose a game, it's, you know, there's a point of sadness that I didn't think I would feel and, and a big joy when you win. Um that's that's definitely the, the thing that I think I didn't expect to be so emotional, this roller coaster. Now that we're out of the playoffs, I'm going to have my sad streak. But at the same time, I, I'm proud of the team we're on. We did well. Uh, we did miss it, but 
there's always next year, and I'll be rooting for them whether I get drafted or not. Let me, I'd also let me make this clear. I do want to be drafted, but if I don't, I understand because there's a lot of talented yeah. players right now in the minors, and you know this is my first year. So luckily, I yeah. got in about a month beforehand, so I was able to progress a little more than some of the first years coming in. But yeah, and like I said, right? It, depending, each team is different, and what they look at is different. Um, but doing things like this. Um, trying to be active in the chat. I know those are kind of key recommendations. For myself, it's just honestly talking with people, finding people who are just like you and, and, and speaking to every team and trying to find who's going to be that best connection and, and the reason why, right? Because you want to find a place that you're you're honestly going to get the things that you're looking for in the organization. Um, so let me ask you this question. What do you enjoy most about the league? The people, definitely the people, all, all the friendship. Like I said, Axel and I have become great friends. He's even joined the wrestling thing, too. Um, quite a few others. Uh, Axel, of course, is the top one. That guy's been amazing. I, I just can't say enough great things about him. Um, we met, and we clicked instantly. Hopefully, one day, we get to meet each other in person, have a beer together, whatever. And then, you know, just, oh, man, there's just so many minor league players that I've had just the pleasure of meeting and, and now meeting you. I didn't, you know, I, I had to hear your story through other people kind of thing. So I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing things. But even, you know, people like you that. reaching out, Ashley reaching out to me when she didn't know, really know who I was. Um, those are the kind of things, those just a little extra things that make the day for me. Well, I appreciate it. You know, um, I, 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 I do this to, to, to share with everybody, like, the experiences that we don't always get to hear, right? Uh, we don't get to hear everybody's story, right? Not everybody in here is a superstar that's going to, everybody wants to know about, right? But there, there are great people that make this league. And um, I, I'm appreciative that you're thanking me because, again, um, I do it because it's so fun to get to know people. I, I just, that's always been something of me, you know, working in retail and being in sales. Um, you know, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to get to know your clients so you can cater to, you know, their product and their solutions and all that kind of stuff. But what I always found fun is when you got to meet people's stories and everybody has one, right? I know some people think it's their stories are unentertaining at times, but trust me, hearing everybody's story in one way, shape or form, it's so awesome because what you may not think is cool is probably cool to me and um, getting to know what makes everybody tick and, 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 and what brings everybody to the league is just fun to hear um, because if I really shared every story in my life, we'd blow some minds, right? But um, it's just it's really awesome to get to know everybody. So I think it's, it's really cool. And, and thank you again for entrusting in me and signing up that night and being like, hey, uh, I want to be on the show because uh, you took the initiative. And um, honestly, you brought some great people, too. So I, I just got to thank you on that. Now, what's your best SFLM memory thus far? Whew. Can I add one thing to what you said really quick before I answer that question? Yeah, the yeah, yeah go ahead. Is, the other thing is the fact that you're listening to people. And sometimes that's all that somebody needs. You know, that, like you said, that story, that story that somebody has that nobody will listen to. Or that person who feels like their life is just nothing and you they tell their story and people find it interesting or you even if it's one person that finds it interesting you know 
it, it may bring a smile to their face and make their day. And that's always a great thing. People need to, you know, you just never know. I, I always tell my stream like once a month, text somebody you haven't texted in a long time. Send them a message. Just, just tell them you're thinking about them, you love them, that you're, you made an impact on, you know, in, in your life, something. You know what I mean? You never know what anybody's going through at any given time. And just the fact that you'll listen will always make a difference. Um, now, to answer your other question, my favorite... Wow, I don't think I have one. I was hoping it would be the playoffs, but that didn't happen. I'm, I'm very happy that Birmingham won their first game, so I'm happy for Tazzy. Um, I don't. I, I kind of think my first—it's kind of a funny story. The first, you know, I'm waiting a month to get into the games. We finally get into our first SFLM game. My first catch, I get injured, and I'm out the rest of the game. That was probably. <laughs> It was like I was all hyped. I get one catch injured out the rest of the game, and then the next week we had a bye. And it was just, just oh, I was so, you know, just wild. Like, I want to play, I want to play. You know, I was like, I've waited yeah. all this time. And my first play, it was like, I don't know, like two or three minutes into the game. One catch injured out, and then the next week was a bye. And it was like, oh, my gosh. All this I'm hype. Like, it was just, you know. Yeah, I can only imagine. Honestly, there is a famous – and he's, of course, the uh, co-owner of the uh, Carolina Skyhawks, right? Uh, Harish Prasad, who's always getting joked about his health, um, seems like that is way behind him. Haven't heard anything of him being injured. Um, but that is a story uh, which, you know, Harish kind of shares in the – I had a show with him on here, so if you go back, you can catch it, but or you can DM Harish personally. But he is an ongoing joke about his health. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's a whole story behind it, and people still bring up the memes and still talk about it, um, but it looks like you are in the field of, of health as well with him, but you're in great company because Afrish is a great person as well as a great wide receiver as well, um, who, who you are as well, so you may have a great career like Harish is at. I hope so. That would be nice. Now Maybe I got my injury out of the way early and we'll be okay yeah. forever, but... Yeah. Was, that was probably my it was it was like my favorite moment because I'm on the field I made my first catch and I was like yes and then all of a sudden doom done that was it you know it was like uh. <laughs> yeah it's not the way you want to go out right but again it is something you now know is a possibility doesn't happen all the time um, but you know working on some of your stats will, will help you not be as injured as much um, right but uh, before we end tonight's uh, show. Um, I do want to give you the floor, you know, roll out the red carpet. I, I do appreciate you being on tonight, but the floor is yours. Uh, please plug in your Discord name just so if potential teams want to reach out to you, they can. And anything you want to share with the guests tonight, the floor is yours. All right. Well, my Discord is Nighthawks-24 and then the number sign 3816. Um, feel free to hit me up anytime. Um, definite night owl so don't feel if it's too late um big shout out to the nighthawk nation community who came over here with me big shout out to everybody else in the minors good luck to the teams that made the playoffs man i hope you all your dreams come true i can't wait for this draft like i went back and watched the other drafts the ones that were on youtube and oh my gosh it was so exciting i, I just didn't think it would be like that but anyways Thank you for sure. Big shout out to you for what you're doing. Um, I think the miners really need this, and I, and I hope more people decide to give them the love. And miners, don't give up, man. If you don't get drafted, let's come back next year and do it again. Yeah, that's what Running I want to do. Right? 
yeah. run it back. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, um, I, it's just being in this position, it, it's so awesome. Um, it's thank you for signing up. Like again, right? I, I, I was very happy to, to get some responses from the miners because I was so far, I, I you know, I was removed a little bit that um, I, I didn't feel like I got the same opportunity to share that with with anybody in anybody in the miners. And um, everybody who signed up, I mean, thank you so very much because there is no show without you guys. If nobody signed up, I'm over here with a sign saying, "Please interview for food," right? Um, it, it's just, um, it's a fun process. I hope you really did enjoy your night because it is about having some fun tonight too because it's a Friday. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you. Thank you is, is really what I want to say um, because without you bringing in the people that you did, right, with with the Nighthawk Nation and then uh, signing up for the show, man, it, it's pretty awesome as well, what you've been able to do in this league in such a period, small period of time. And I'm, ha- I'm going to be very excited to see what your career ends up being in the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. And once again, thank you. I, I don't think you get that enough. And, and I'm glad that you're doing better and you're able to do this show again. Uh, sorry you had to go through with the things that you went through, but glad you're healing up. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's a process and I still got a long ways to go. Um, but hearing this and, and your appreciation, I mean, it means a lot. And uh, trust me, I, <laughs> I am smiling from ear to ear because it is. Uh, if I was to make an impact in anybody's life, um, that's always been my 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 goal in life is you know leaving something for folks to remember you by. Because like you said, um, you don't know what people are going through, and then you don't even know if, you know when it's your time. So I always feel like when you hear these things, it's something that that makes you proud because you affected somebody without. Like in my, how I was always raised is you help people to want to help people because that's what you want to do. Don't expect anything in return. And it's kind of how I always live my life. I, I do this to not expect anything in return, but just to um, help somebody out. Um, and if I, I can make a difference in one way, shape or form, that's the whole reason why I did it. So um, thank you again, Justice. You have a wonderful Friday. Um, if you need anything, contact me, right? We have uh, each other's discords now. Um, but I'm very excited to see what you do. And uh, shout out to, uh, oh my gosh, I don't want to mess this up. Izzy, Tazzy, right? Uh, your crew. Right. And, and the rest of the Nighthawk Nation as well. You have a wonderful evening. You too. And thank you for having me. And if anybody's interested in wrestling, you know where to go. Send them our way. And Nelson, I, I'm going to keep an eye on you as well. So don't, don't think <laughs> I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I appreciate it. Definitely this uh, conversation will continue. Um, but thank you for being on tonight. You take care. Thank you. So thank you to uh, Axel Raven as well as Justin Blackwell for joining me tonight. Uh, it was awesome to get to know potential rookies and t- potential influencers in this business uh, in the SFL. Um, thank you. right? Thank you to every single person who listens. Thanks to every single uh, player who allowed me to interview them. Thank you for every owner who's talked to me. Thank you to everybody because um, you made this so enjoyable. Um, while I was out, this is what I missed the most, and I'm happy to be received back by the community in tenfold and, and a whole bunch of love. I mean, it's, it's what we all love about this league is the people. Um, so thank you. Um, and thanks to the to Cam for finding that game in the discount bin and saying, hey, maybe I could do something about this, right? So thanks to you. Uh, so 
coming up, uh, I, I do want to talk about shout-outs to my content creators. Uh, make sure that you guys know. Uh, thank you for tuning in here. But, again, if you are not doing anything Tuesdays and Thursdays, you got some pretty good content coming out with Dave Axe's show, Access Live, as well as Ashley Jackson's, uh, you know, uh, SFL Nights with AJ Stryker, uh, which, you know, comes out typically on Thursdays. And then you have days every Tuesday and Thursdays at 9 o'clock, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, you have Coach Craven's podcast, right, Coach's Corner. Um, you have on Wednesdays Netma with Tyler and Kendra, which I know right now is, is a little bit um, on, a, on a hiatus, right, due to what's going on in real life. But, hey, we miss you, Tyler and Kendra, and, and I know you guys will be on back soon. As well as shout-out to uh, Swamp Talk, right, Ross Napoli and gang. I think seeing all these different contents and hearing potential contents that are going to be coming out in the future as well, very exciting times. And it's awesome. I love to hear different aspects and, and, and different viewpoints on, on, on things that are happening in the league. And I think each and every one of these creators brings something so totally different and fresh um, that, again, even though we are we're providing content for the SFL, um, we're doing it in so many different avenues. And you're getting to see kind of a community view versus a specific individual view. Um, next show. So, our next show is going to be on Monday. So uh, that show will contain BJ Loveless. Now, uh, BJ, shout out to him. He is actually the uh, new general manager at, um, at, at, uh, at Queen City. So it's going to be very exciting to hear what he has to say, uh, BJ, uh, as well as we're going to have Dave Axis, right? The uh, GM of the Lone Star Glory as well on. So that will be for team showcases, so I invite every rookie or free agent to check it out, talk to these great GMs, uh, and get to hear some great stories around their teams, what they're looking for, and uh, kind of like a meet and greet for all the rookies. On Friday, so this next week Friday, we'll have uh, Paul Truth and Shane Kaufman as the uh, rookie showcase where we'll get to speak to them. So again, as my owner likes to say, I'll be sitting in the back of the classroom with my juice and gin. Shout out to Jacob Bouvet. Uh, that's my guy. We're going to uh, go ahead and, and shout him out. He's enjoying his time with, with family. And uh, uh, I got I got to say thank you to him for, for allowing me to have this show. So, SFL Nation, I appreciate you joining me on this Friday. Um, yeah. I'll see you next, next week on Monday. You have a safe weekend. And uh, to those teams that made it to the playoffs, congratulations to those who did it. Like I said, uh, <laughs> there's still grass on the other side. Uh, you either going to get drafted or if you're not, you get to go back into the minors and be around people that you care for the most. So with that being said, you have a wonderful evening. You can catch me on Discord at Nelson Lozano, uh, Portland GM, if you need to talk to me. And with that being said, have a good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.